Hey, hey, I've got a question for you, and this is especially for you if you are dating in midlife. Have you returned to the dating world recently after a break, or you're out there actively dating and you're going, what the fuck is actually happening? out here. How do I navigate modern midlife dating? If you're nodding your head, then hang around because I'm going to unpack why dating is so different nowadays. And I'm going to share some ideas on a strategy because you and I both need a strategy if we are to flip the switch on midlife dating. uh, So it's less exhausting and depressing and way more fruitful and enjoyable because if we're out there dating we've got to enjoy it otherwise we're not going to do it hey my name is star monroe and this is the star monroe show each week i dive into topics such as reinvention dating relationships and sex in midlife and i'm always looking at it through the lens of myself a 52 year old woman who is divorced twice had many lovers over my life um and also i've had a lot i've made a lot of mistakes in the relationship love dating world and i'm I learn from my mistakes and I share my learnings on with you. Um, I'm also a psychotherapist and sex, love and dating coach as well. So I've got that nice kind of formal background to blend in with my real life experiences. So let's dive in. Why has the dating world changed? I'll tell you why. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm holding my phone up. It's because of these bad boys, our phones and all the apps that go on our phones. Um, It's completely changed how we interact with people. Uh, I remember when I was 18, I don't think I had a phone when I was 18. I think I had my first phone when I was sort of early 20s. Uh, there was definitely zero apps. And for me to meet people, I had to meet them in real life. And I normally did that in my local pub or local nightclub when I was drunk and hanging off whoever I was hanging off of at the end of the evening. Uh, they then became my next bow. Now, that's not the way to find people. Uh, and yet, it's really interesting, and I see this over and over again, especially on my tic- on TikTok, that people will say, dating's not like it used to be. <laughs> it should be how it used to be. And the thing is, I understand that, And yet we haven't got what we used to have. We're in this world full of technology. Uh, Also, people, uh, COVID messed everything up for everybody. And it changed the way that we look at life and interacting with people. And the thing is, we don't want to date how we used to. And I'm going to unpack that as well, because we are different now. We're in midlife. We're a different person. And we're going to have to change our strategy. I still believe meeting people in real life is a really good way of connecting and yet that isn't always possible and so we have a whole plethora of ways to date and to meet people. Now 
if you've listened to some of my previous episodes, you will hear me say about my top three concepts in dating. And the first one is there is not the one, there are many ones. Uh, we've been fed this fairy tale like there is just the one and there's one soulmate and the thing is soulmates can come in various different forms they can come in the form of a doggy they can come in the form of a really good friend or an ex-partner people aren't meant to stay in our lives forever and again life is really it's changing so fast and people don't put up with shit as much anymore. Um, if I look back at my mum, and actually my mum has been divorced, she's been married a couple of times. And the thing is that she would put up with things and women had to put up with a lot more shit. Uh, it was only in 1972, I think, that women could actually open a bank account or get a credit card. Can you believe that? It's not even that long ago. So the thing is, the world is rapidly changing. Women are becoming way more independent. We're earning more money and we're not putting up with shit. So again, that is going to change how women show up in the dating world, especially. Um, the other thing that I want to touch on before I go too deep is that human beings inherently do not like change. Our ego part of our brain hates change because it feels unsafe. So what starts to happen is, you know, you hear someone say the dating world has changed, you've got to change. And what your brain hears is like, oh my God, this is unsafe, abort mission, no, no, no. Yet, if you go gently and you don't steam into all of this, but you kind of percolate with this information and then start to make gentle changes, you human beings are actually highly adaptable to change. And that's the beautiful thing about us. We can adapt. So I really want to remind you that you are powerful and you are capable and you can change um, as you, how you're showing up in the dating world. Um, the other thing as well from people having phones or these apps, people have got very short attention spans really short attention spans. And there is one place that you're going to see this happen again and again. It's in the dating world, especially on the apps. People get bored really quickly. There is a shitload of ghosting. I've talked about ghosting before. I really believe we need to normalize ghosting. I ghost people. Um, when we first meet someone, we owe them nothing. Um, and sometimes it's just easier just to like go, no, I don't want to talk to you anymore and just wander off. And I've tried lots of different ways. I've tried to explain, actually, I'm not feeling a connection here. I'm just not feeling this conversation. I've tried both ways. And sometimes I just don't want to explain myself and I don't need to explain myself. So the thing is that ghosting is part of the dating culture nowadays. And the more you can normalize that, the easier you're going to find the dating world. The other thing that I want to bring your attention to, if ghosting is getting to you and you really do feel affected by ghosting, then maybe there is some kind of rejection and abandonment wounds going on there. We've all got core wounding. Normally from our childhood, I do a lot of work around inner child, reparenting our inner child. And the thing is that you and I need to be able to take really good care of ourselves. 
and to be able to never abandon and reject ourselves. Uh, and that's a skill. This is why I love dating. Um, because it really is the ultimate journey in getting to know you. And also it's the ultimate journey in self-love as well, because you really are, uh, you're presented with so much of your shadow work and your projections. And it really is the ideal opportunity to turn it around and go, wow, where do I need to do the work on myself here? You know, why am I reacting like this? Because we want to be able to respond and not react to things. So the dating world has changed. There's, it's it, People are hooked onto their phones. It's become a very much like a fast food culture, fast food dating. Uh, you can swipe, I can't remember which way it is, but you can just swipe through so many different people. Um, and it is, it's like this quick fix. People date as well because they feel lonely because they're trying to fill a void. And this is the thing that you want to get very clear on is why are you dating? Are you dating to fill a void? Because if you are, then yes, someone's going to come along and probably fill that void. But I tell you what, as soon as they disappear and they go back into their world, your void is still going to be there. It's not anyone else's job to fill your void up inside you. Your job is to know yourself as best you can as you go out into the dating world. Um, the other thing that I see over and over again in the dating world, people don't know who they are and they don't know what they want. Um, I'm going to give you like a little, um, or oh, like a little tip now is that whenever you see on your phone and you're swiping on your phone and someone says, I don't know what I want in the dating world. I don't know what I want yet from dating. Swipe past them instantly. That's a no. That's a non-negotiable. You're always looking for people who know what they want. And you'll hear me say this more and more as I go through this episode clarity is magnetic clarity is magnetic also the other thing is people are still trying to date like they're 20 uh, when i was 20 i was always looking for the hottest guy out there and the thing is that when you go just for looks only you might very occasionally hit like the gold dust on that one but very rarely you know, you're looking for someone to match. If you're looking for healthy, conscious love, you're looking for someone to match your values, your morals, your ethics, where you're going in life, what's important to you. Looks are the, it's the cherry on top. It's the cherry on top. And the other thing as well is when people say this over and again, dating is not like it used to be. The thing is, you can make it like it used to be because what they're saying is they need to meet people in real life. So what does that mean? You need to be more open as you're going out, more kind of open-minded, looking for people, start starting sparking conversations up with new people as you're going through the world. So the thing to remember um, as you're navigating this modern midlife world society has changed. Uh, there is a massive hookup society now. And again, that's come through from the apps. Um, and also, 
when I occasionally I look at porn and when I was looking at porn the other day I can't believe the apps that are out there it's like sexy housewives uh are here for your pleasure or something so it's like this there's this or uh there's a whole site for married people to have hookups in secret so there's this whole weird uh, weird culture that's emerged online and again if you're looking for healthy conscious love this is not where you want to go, but yet it's out there and it's permeating people's minds and how they see people are, people are disposable and we're not disposable, um, you know, especially if you want to do things differently. Uh, the other thing as well is that as we're in midlife, we're going to come with some baggage. We are going to come with some baggage and we've got to know how to handle our baggage because whatever baggage we carry with us, we're going to, when we meet someone, we're going to unpack our suitcases of baggage and throw it at our partner. So this is another nod for you to know who you are. And also another little tip here, you're looking for people who are doing the inner work, going to therapy, that are willing to look at themselves deeper. The other thing as well, this is really important to mention, women have changed. I mean, I work with midlife women and women are demanding more now from their relationships, more emotional connection, more emotional intelligence. They no, not putting up with shit as much as they used to. Um, it was only in 1972 that women could get their own bank account or was it a credit card? I can't quite remember. So that was like 40, 50 years ago, 50 years ago that, you know, women couldn't get their own bank accounts. So women had to put up with shit. I watched, um, a box set the other day and it was like women who kill it was amazing i highly recommend it and it had three different women from three different uh, eras one was in the 1960s one was in the 1980s and one was now and you could see the difference of how women were treated in a relationship and why they married. A lot of women in the 1960s would marry for money uh, because they wanted their husband to uh, protect them, look after them. Nowadays, women are way more independent. We're earning our own money and, you know, we're coming, we're not putting up with bullshit. So that's the thing is that women are rapidly changing. And I see this over and over again in the midlife world but men aren't changing as much and they're kind of dragging their heels. This is why a lot of midlife men will go out with younger women because they want the arm candy and they also they don't want any drama or chaos. You want someone that can handle drama and chaos. I'm not talking about unnecessary drama but we're all gonna have and experience conflict in relationships we're gonna have disagreements again another tip for you please swipe it's a non-negotiable anyone that says uh what they're looking for no drama no chaos no goodbye goodbye 
you are always going to get drama and chaos. It is part and parcel of when two people come together and they're learning to navigate uh, life as a team. I do like looking at uh, relationships as teamwork. And actually, just a little side note about relationships. In a relationship, there's always three entities. There's you, there's your partner, and there's the relationship. The relationship is always an entity of itself. So that was me sort of saying about older people, we have more baggage and we've got to be willing to be able to unpack our baggage with a professional as well to make sure that we don't keep making the same mistakes and that we have been doing for our life, especially around relationship, love and intimacy. There's definitely, here's the paradox with this one, right? It's like there's definitely more choice because of the dating apps. So people are a little bit more picky. Um, people are also, so the, there's a more choice. Um, what was the paradox in that? Hang on. There's more choice out there. And yet what I hear over and over again I, over on my TikTok is that where can I meet people? Where can I meet men? And the thing is that I I don't know what people think, you know, I don't know what their expectations are, but we are meeting different people every single day. And your job and my job is to walk through your world with an open mind and start spark conversations um my three concepts with dating is there's not the one there are many ones take off the word dating and and it's all about meeting people you're meeting people all the time you never know from a random conversation where that could take you uh, oh and then my third concept is the most important relationship you will ever have is with yourself um the other thing as well people are in a rush nowadays and so they're taking that into the dating world so it's like another to do thing it's another thing to do on their list so they're not really moving through intentionally and with that people are dating to fill a void they might feel lonely they might feel unhappy they might feel unloved and so they're going out into the dating world to fill that void from someone else it is no one's job apart from your own to fill that void and this is i always look at dating and relationships as the ultimate journey in you getting to know yourself and also it's the ultimate journey in self-love because dating and relationships are really going to show up where your shadow work is, where the work needs to be done. Um, and if I talk about ghosting a little bit, ghosting is part of online dating. It's I believe you need to normalize ghosting, um, especially at the beginning stages. We don't owe anyone anything. And yet, if you're getting triggered by being ghosted, maybe there's some deeper work to be done there around self-loyalty, uh, self-love, around rejection and abandonment. From someone who spent her life abandoning herself and was not loyal to herself, um, I spent most of my life like that and I was an addict, an alcoholic, um, these, those days were the worst days in my relationship history ever. I chose completely the wrong men. Um, I chose men that were awful to me, that treated me so badly, that lied to me, that stole from me. And yet 
I wasn't loyal to myself and I kept abandoning myself because, <laughs> as I look back, my inner child just wanted some love and attention and she didn't care how that came. You know, if someone was hitting me, it still was attention. Um, and it, it took me up until my second marriage, which was my mid-40s, to realise that my inner child was leading the way. This is why I say older people, we've got some baggage. We've got some baggage. We need to be able to navigate our own baggage. Otherwise, we just drag it in. So in my second marriage, that's when I realised my inner child was leading the way and I had to grow up. And it wasn't just as simple as me noticing that and then I had to grow up. It was over a period of time, I had to tune back into myself. I worked with a therapist. I had to cultivate a different relationship with myself, which leads me kind of to where I am now as I go out into the dating world. And I'm much more selective on who I let into my world. I don't always manage to do that every single time. And yet when I make a boo-boo, I make a mess of it. It's good because I can learn from it. I'm like, oh, what happened there? Um, so let's just run over that. Society has changed. So it's, there's a way bigger hookup society, hookup society, app usage, people's bloody attention span is zero. Older people have more baggage. There's way more choice out there. And yet there's not. <laughs> yet there is. Um, it's, I honestly believe it's the way that you look at the world. Uh, I always say you can look at the world. You can look at dating like it's a massive fucking problem. Or you can look at dating and relationships as this is a brilliant open field full of possibilities. I would look at it that way. People are in a rush. Don't be one of these people in a rush. Uh, and people are feeling a void as well. And um, before I go on like the strategy, what to do about all of this, uh, let me talk again about where do you meet people? And I, you are meeting people every single day, every single day. And I stumbled across um, uh, an old, uh, uh, I did something on Instagram last year, and I gave everyone a little challenge for the next seven days to go out every single day, uh, your normal life, you're not doing anything extravagant anything too different but every single day you go out and you start conversations with three different people every single day it doesn't matter if they're men or women you're sparking conversations one what this does is gets you uh well versed in sparking conversations asking better questions uh, and it isn't just like how are you it was like it might you might just notice their energy and go oh my god your energy is amazing I really wanted to share with you that it really touched me and it's brightened my day up um, thank you and you spark up these conversations with zero expectation as well of getting anything back I think not I think I know because I've noticed it myself this week with my life is that when we have expectations and we are we're not getting meeting those expectations it is the surefire way to feel despondent and then if you're anything like me then you start being really hard on yourself and you start to have a go at yourself 
expectations it's in the yoga world it's all about non-attachment so you're doing something just for doing it spark three different conversations with three different people men or women children it does not matter with zero expectations get good at sparking conversations get good at not being in a rush and noticing more people that you actually are seeing every single day and do it for seven days and then just take a beat at the end of those seven days and just check back in with yourself how was that how how was that experience for you how are you uh, uh, how do you feel about having conversations with people and then if it felt good then carry on and then you never know and that's the thing life is chaotic life is messy we don't know what's coming around the corner all my control freaks are like oh my god no but we don't know what is coming around the corner so it's just like show up and be interested in people try it on see how it goes so let's talk about what do you do a strategy for you to navigate midlife dating so it's more fruitful and way more enjoyable i want it to be enjoyable for you definitely an attitude adjustment oh god that's quite hard to say an attitude adjustment everything starts and ends with you um and i've already said you need to look at life through a lens of possibilities not problems and if you do want my free attitude adjustment then you can just go and hop skip and jump to my website oh i can't remember what my website's called <laughs> Give me a second. Datinginmidlife.com. Um, on the homepage, if you scroll all the way down or you go to the resources page, it says it's the free queen starter kit and there's 10 attitude adjustments. And that is literally you're starting to look at life differently and take more responsibility for how you're showing up. So, yes, it's an attitude adjustment and that happens over a period of time of you showing up differently for yourself clarity is magnetic i've said it before i'm going to say it again clarity is magnetic when you know who you are and you know what you want you will stand out in the sea of women and men on those dating apps you will stand out and you're going, well, how do I know who I am and how do I know what I want? Wait one moment, it's coming, right? You've got to have a semblance of who you are. And this is the way that I would look at it. If you've got to look at your non-negotiables, you've got to look at what you will not accept from people. So you've got to start looking at your boundaries. You've got to look at your past history with dating and relationships and really be honest with yourself what worked what didn't work for me and it's like you're creating your very own dating dossier on yourself you've also got to be very clear on who you are looking for and you want to put people off especially on the dating apps and this is why you've got to stop going after the hot guy because when you go after someone who's really hot, you don't know anything about them. You don't know anything about their values, their morals, their ethics, their life intentions. And this is what you're looking to do. You're looking to get to know people slowly over a period of time. And when we 
meet someone that we're highly attracted to, everything goes out the window. I will guarantee it. Yeah, you may have great sex. And if you want great sex, then that's great. Yeah, if you're looking for healthy, conscious love, if you're looking for a relationship that complements you and not complicates your life, then you've got to stop going for the hot guys because they will, all your chemicals are going to be racing around your body. You will not be able to think straight. And if you have, you'll remember we've got baggage. And you have to be able to manage yourself as you go into relationship. And the thing is, if you've got all these chemicals racing around your system, you cannot manage yourself. I know, I'm going to talk about me, for example. I know when I date my wounded inner child, my wounded parts never go away. I just get better at managing them through therapy, through self-awareness and self-responsibility. I know that if I'm attracted to someone, highly attracted to someone, then everything goes out the fucking window. I all, I literally go googly eyes and my inner child loves attention. So she will start to lead the, lead the way and then it just gets really messy. I forget who I am. I get very enmeshed in relationships and then I start to bend and mold myself around this person and doing, oh, well, I'll fit in with them and I forget all about my schedule. And I'm like, no. I know I have to go very slow when I'm meeting someone, very slow, and then even fucking slower then because it's so easy for me to get, to lose myself in relationships. Uh, if you're wondering as well, my attachment style is I'm a whole fucking blend. I, I get anxious attachment, but also I can slice people in. <laughs> I can cut people off instantly. I'm an avoidant as well. So I've learned many different tactics to protect myself that aren't useful when I'm looking for healthy, conscious love. And yet, this is all part and parcel of dating nowadays. You've got to know who you are. So you've got to know who you are. You've got to know what who you are looking for. And you want to be able to put people off. Uh, you've got to, this goes back into my story, you've got to be able to choose you over and over and over again. You always choose you. You always choose you. You, the relationship that you have with yourself is the most important relationship. Um, I've talked about normalizing ghosting and you've, as you're going out there into the dating world, and this is what I will say about dating as well, you've got to have an excess of bandwidth. What do I mean by that? You've got to have energy, joy de vie, you've got to have time to go and date. And not everyone has that. And this is why I say people are dating when they're in, their, in, when they're in a rush and dating to fill a void. Don't date like that. Nothing good is ever going to happen. Do it intentionally. Make sure that you feel good about yourself when you're dating. And when I say you feel good about yourself, you've got to be playful and you've got to be uh, in a good grounded state as well. If you're tired and you're being dragged around by some kind of drama-rama, maybe from your family or work, maybe now is not the time to date, even though you could be thinking, oh, well, I'll just date because it will just give me something else to think about rather than all this shit show over here. No, take really good care of yourself. Fill your cup up so you're overflowing. Then that's when you go dating. That's when you go dating, when you feel playful and joyful. 
And I've been dating for a year um, and I would not date all the time. I would go out, I would meet people. I would then come back into my world to replenish my energy uh, and to learn from what I did. And I did that on and off for about a year. And then I got to a point, I think it was about a month ago, where I was just like, I'm tired of dating. I need a rest. Um, and I don't look at it like because I didn't find someone. I found many different people. And through those many people, I learned a lot about myself. It's like I don't feel like I failed. I felt like I've learned a whole new layer of who I am. And right now, it's time for me to tune into me and replenish my energy stores um, before I go out dating again, because I will go dating. I'm just not sure when I will go dating. Um, a little word about being playful and fun. This is all to do with your libido and your libido is your life force. And a lot of women at midlife go, oh, I don't know when my libido is. They can't remember when their fanny fluttered last time, their pussy twitched. And the thing is, it, you can cultivate all of this. Well, you have to cultivate this, especially in midlife, you know, because everything's changing, hormones are all over the place. And our bodies are not reproduct. They're not reproducing anymore. We're not going to have babies at this age and so our libido our turn on we have to do some work there we have to plug in and some quick tips on that is stop fucking rushing around stop over committing yourself stop going to bed too late definitely say goodbye to the old vino every night because that won't be doing your system any good um, start moving your body every single day, even if it's a walk. A walk is great. Maybe some stretches. Start to have more fun. <laughs> when we take ourselves too seriously, especially women, everything clamps up inside us and we want everything to be able to move freely and uh, just like, oh, so I was like making a lot of noise um, and just like being alone, be alone, have more fun, stop taking yourself too seriously. Um, if you want some deeper guidance in you getting ready to date because this is what it's all about i do not see anyone teaching or guiding people to get ready to date you've got to get ready to date so and you've got to get to that place where you have the clarity on who you are and who you're looking for you're going to move through that dating world so much easier and with way more grace and it's going to be more enjoyable then check out my mini program. It's called Dating Detox over on my website, datinginmidlife.com. It is just $99 and it is jam packed with 10 easy digestible lessons that are going to take you through the steps where you are in a better place of knowing who you are and knowing what you want. Because we also, I also get you to excavate through your past relationships as well. And um, so you can go back out there 
with the clarity rather than just kind of bumping around in the dark. That's how I feel people are dating nowadays. They're just like the lights are off and they're bumping around. They've got no idea what they're doing. The other thing is, as I sort of bring this to a close, is I want to remind you it's okay to be single. It's okay to be single. The brainwashing women have got over the years of how, I mean, even the word spinster, you know, it's like the brainwashing that women have got that it's so bad to be single. It's not. Single is the most amazing place because you get to focus on you. You get to build your world. You get to really learn about yourself. So, again, a lot of this you have to unravel. You have to really question and get really curious about your conditioning around this, uh, your conditioning around relationships, your conditioning around the one is out there, the, my soulmates out there. <laughs> I honestly think dogs are the best soulmates. I mean, someone's going to say, no, cats are, cats are. So take your time with all this information because my job is to get you to think differently, to look at dating and relationships differently. And my ultimate quest always where I'm guiding you is my work is going to help you if you're looking for healthy conscious love if you're looking for healthy conscious love then this is really going to help really going to help so it's about you moving through the dating world with way more intention clarity is magnetic um, I'll put all the links in the show notes underneath. If you have any questions, please let me know. And come and find me on Instagram. I'm over there as Ms. MS Star Monroe. Till next time. Bye-bye.